I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, 15 minutes on the timer, and the subject is masculinity. Mm, masculinity. You start. Go on. Yeah, um, so actually, this you inspired this because you wrote Toxic Masculinity in one of the um, show notes for one of the episodes we've already recorded. And I thought, I read that, and I thought that would be a really good talking point. And then I kind of reflected on it for the rest of the day. It kept, like, popping back into my head because masculinity is something that has had a a big effect on my life in, I'd say in quite a negative way. And this is something I've never, ever spoken to about before. And to be honest, in a healthier society, I would probably have spoken about this a lot more and probably with a counselor. Mm. But, um, when I was, when I was growing up, when I was sort of in my teenage year, early teenage years, when you go through puberty, I didn't really look like the rest of the boys at school. Like I looked quite feminine. I had quite long hair. We've spoken about having long hair before, mm. but I used to regularly get mistaken for a girl. Like it was, my hair was that long and I looked that kind of, I don't know. I just looked feminine, effeminate. And I was, I've always been very slim, very skinny. So I was like this skinny, long haired boy. And then I didn't really like develop in the same, like at the same rate of a, or to my perception at the same rate as the other boys in, in my year at school. So, for example, I remember going to a sleepover when I was about 13 or 14 and there was a group of blokes and one of them had the hairiest legs <laughs> that I've ever seen. And I remember <laughs> just staring at his legs and I literally couldn't get them out of my head for about six months afterwards. And all through that time, what I was thinking is, when's this, when's this going to happen to me? Like, when is that, when are my legs going to become hairy? <laughs> like hairy that? that hairy now? No, and this is the thing. Like, I don't really have very hairy legs, and that's fine. <laughs> but because I was expecting, I was expecting this transformation mm. in my body, I, I was waiting for it, and so I constantly felt inadequate. I constantly felt like I'd not achieved this thing that other boys were achieving. Like, I didn't have much facial hair. I mean, you'll know this from now, because during lockdown, I've, I've grown a bit of a beard, and I've been sending you 
the, all, all of our mates um, pictures of the, of the progress of, of growing a beard. And one of the reasons for that, <laughs> one of the reasons for that is because I've never properly grown a beard before. And I've always felt like I can't grow a beard because I'm, I'm not manly enough. No, you have a beard. Yeah, yeah. But that's in my that's so it's in my mm. head. I I think I can't grow a beard because I'm not manly enough, and therefore I am in some way yeah, inadequate. It's, it's, uh, it, it goes back through, um, you know, what is archetypally masculine. Uh, previously, right. you know, what's in everybody's heads is big hairy man, John Bass, yeah, masculine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sorry, those who don't know, John Bass is a friend of ours, but he's he's a he's a giant of a man. He's six foot two, six foot three, and I'm not. I'm not sure how, if many people have seen him with his top off, but it's like he has a whole bodysuit of hair, right? He's the, he's, yeah. he, he's the, he, he's what people could consider to be masculine, and then it does leave a hole for for people a bit like you, Chris, as you say, where your body di- didn't develop in the same way, and you never had that explosion of of uh, of body change where muscles came and and um, facial hair came and I was in the same boat yeah. I've got to say I was in the same boat for a long time I had long blonde hair when I was at school um, I would often you know get on the bus with my mum <laughs> they would say you know how's I'll, you know so I, I remember specifically a bus driver saying uh, is she under a 13 and then it's crushing because you just like long hair you don't it doesn't mean yeah. you want to look like a girl. Uh, the, 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 the development, the puberty hadn't kicked in. It kicked in later for me than it did others. Uh, got there in the end. But it, it is, it's, it's tricky. And it does form your perception of yourself that you carry through into, into the now, you know, how you feel now. Um, and, and it's really hard. That, to, that, that, that is very, yeah, sorry, that's very, really hard very to true. That is very, very true. And I, I genuinely think, and this is this is the bit that I've not spoken about to anyone before. Uh, I, I think it's had a massive impact on my self confidence throughout my whole life. Um, so I always looked quite young as well. So when I was when I was like in my early twenties, I would still be getting ID'd for buying alcohol. I, I probably looked about sixteen, seventeen when I was twenty two, yeah. something like that. And um, that led to me getting paranoid that at work I wasn't being taken seriously and I think partly I wasn't being taken seriously because people thought I was a kid but also that was massively exacerbated by the fact that I had this thing in the back of my head that says you are you look like a child therefore no one's going to take you seriously so I didn't put myself Mm. forward I I didn't I lacked self-confidence in so many ways and it's only now where I'm in a really quite senior role at work where I'm responsible for a lot of people, a lot of processes, a lot of things, um, where I finally feel like, to some degree, I am taken seriously, and that I'm 36 I think, now. I think, what Chris, what you, you experienced was probably genuine. Probably people did think that about you, if you're being 100% honest. I, I remember mm-hmm. going into uh, a meeting for, uh, with my other podcast about the Fighting Cock, a brand wanted to potentially sponsor it, and the girl that was leading the meeting couldn't have been more than 19. And I was sitting there thinking, how is she going to know what she's what she's talking about? That, you know, she was she was she was so young. She looked so young. The reality is, she might have been a bit older, but she looked so young. And I couldn't get past it. I couldn't get past the fact that what she was saying was less important than my perception of what she looked like, which is stupid and unfair. And I, and, and as as it turned out, you know, we got the deal, and it, it was no problem. But my own. Uh, preformations about what uh, people are based on the way they look exist, even mm. though that I know it's unhelpful. Unhelpful. So I would say that that was probably 
you're probably correct in that that wasn't paranoia that that was probably people did think that and and it's difficult because clearly you're you were you were capable and you wouldn't have got the job in the first place but when you're battling your own insecurities in a job workspace it's uh it's really hard but i I had the same thing as well i had i had the same thing i don't think it's uncommon when you look younger and it's not just Mm. that it's it's actually about social relationships as well you that Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm you know that you're you won't get approached or you 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 won't be be included in things because of the way you look but it's a part of growing up i don't think that's i don't think that i don't think you're for the fact that you haven't told anyone or never mentioned that before isn't reflective of its uh its relevance to just you it's happened to much more people yeah 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 you're 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 quite right what did um what did being a man mean to you when you were growing up um i mean i I don't want to go over the same stuff as school and stuff but it was it's um i've never liked uh i've never really liked physical altercations like i've got involved in a bit everyone gets involved in fights as they grow up right and then as they get older god willing you develop a maturity and intelligence that enables you to avoid those situations uh, so I guess masculinity came changed from what you can do physically, how how ready you are to not back down, to uh, what masculinity for me now is using my intelligence not as a man but as a as a as a, as a human being, as an individual. Uh, coming to that realization, that that for me now is masculinity, I think. But but growing up, it was that obvious stuff. Is is is. Well, if you can, you can you certainly in my school and in my social groups, you know, in my early late teens is, is, is can you are you willing to get involved in this situation? And if even if it looks like it's not going to go your way, are you not willing to back down? And that that in, in, the, in the most rawest form is is, I guess, what what masculinity meant when I was in my teens, late teens and at school and stuff. And it's you know it's about the people. It's quite primeval, really. Yeah, isn't I it? think so. Uh, I mean, that's. I didn't get. I guess I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the, the true meaning of, of, of it or, or what it what it could mean for me. I just saw it as what what it was. What was around me is, you know. I remember there was one time in in a pub. Um, it's called the Big Red Pub in Holloway, and me and my brothers um, were playing pool. Brother Ryan, uh, my little brother Alex, and I were, were playing pool. And we had like flat caps on, Harriton jackets, uh, not all the same, but you know, it was similar. We all looked similar, you know. And I remember a bloke came up to me and goes, You guys are really scary. And I was like, What, what are you on about? Like, because obviously I'm de- definitely one of the least scariest people you meet, but I could understand it with my older brother and my, maybe my little brother. But he said, You're really, really scary. Like, you know, I'm, we're, we're, it feels like something's going to kick off. All we were doing were playing pool. And I remember at the time thinking, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking, we look scary, that kind of thing. Uh, I, man, I remember chatting to him afterwards and, and just uh, and saying, yeah, I mean, it's, it, after that immediate beam of, of uh, self-affirmation that this is, that someone else may be intimidated by the way we look, once that bullshit passed uh, and we began to talk to him, it was like, it, it was actually his perception of what masculinity is then because he's he's projecting what isn't true. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I think. Mm. Was, your, was your parents masculine? Uh, was, your, was your dad a masculine man? Um, not especially, but dad's had, had, had a thick, dark beard and uh, he kind of, he's very tall, uh, quite broad. So he kind of looked the archetypal bloke. Um, he also, my, my dad is a real people person. So he was an accountant and he had lots of a whole variety of different clients and he was very popular amongst them and he was really good at holding conversations and would just get on with all kinds of people. So um, that was like, that that was my um, role model, was someone who was very chatty, very confident, easy to talk to. And I guess because I felt sort of so self-conscious, I didn't feel like I could go and start a conversation with, with people. And I've always kind of kept my head down in, in public situations where with people I don't know. And I think that's probably partly as a result of that. And the other thing I'm interested in, Flav, is as a father now, you're a mm. stepfather to, to, a, to mm. a young man. Uh, do you think things have changed? It's different and it's impossible for me to answer. I hope, I hope things have changed. It feels like society's moved on a little bit and that, you know, that, that, uh, that what is a man or what is a woman is, is completely grey now. And, 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 you know, you yeah. just look at these movements, uh, especially in the um, uh, LGBT plus, uh, that, that actually what you are isn't defined by what society used to think and what you are is defined by how you mm. feel. And, you know, there are many people that get irritated by that stuff, but I think it's important. Uh, so hopefully society's moved on so that he doesn't have to prove himself in the way that lots of boys did when I was my age, when, when, he, when, he, when I was his age, or a little bit older than that, because he's only, he's 10 at the moment, so he's going into secondary school. Yeah. But also I live out in a very rural area. You know, his school at the moment, primary school, he is one of only eight people in his entire year group. So it's, there's something like four, 30, 40 kids in the entire school. And that's, that is right, a different okay. environment. And he doesn't have to. He's, he's not being challenged. And he's going to go into a school, that, a secondary school that isn't gigantic, that, that doesn't have the challenges 
that you find in inner in inner city areas. Um, mm-hmm. So my hope is that he won't have to. Uh, but the the other side to that is eventually you do have to go into the real world and eventually your masculinity will be tested. And if it hasn't been tested at school, then perhaps you won't have the necessary tools to properly deal with that situation. And one of the things I'm grateful for for my school years is uh, is being able to to uh, appreciate when uh, be able to react correct, correctly when something happens or, or it's about to kick off or you're you're challenged in some way. I was better equipped to deal with that in the real world than if I hadn't gone to my Highbury Grove school. And so, yeah, that, that, those tests need to happen. That, that test of masculinity needs to happen as you as you're in your, you know, becoming a young adult because that's the real world and these tests come up and some people are better at avoiding those those instances than others but inevitably there will be situations in your life where someone must have a pop at you especially if you're a man and um and you you need to one way or another figure out how how to how to deal with that and so i'm I'm really grateful the fact that he he hasn't he lives in a nice place he doesn't have to go to a school like we went to in london um but eventually he does have to learn um and he does have to he will be confronted with it so we'll we'll see I mean, I've I toyed with him. Right. I've toyed with like taking him to boxing lessons and stuff like that because um, it's it's an excellent way to learn how to defend yourself, but also control your emotions as well. Mm, I've, I've, yeah. I've thought about doing that, but I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure if he if he'd want to. I'm not sure. Maybe if we'll still think about it, but better if he can handle himself than not be able to. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think you're spot on because although we might have these kind of ideological beliefs that everyone is just themselves now and they don't have to conform to a particular way and it's not kind of blue for boys and pink for girls and girls play with my little ponies and boys play with transformers that's kind of an outdated way of thinking and um and parenting i think but you're right to say that that's not the real world that that people there are very traditional values that still that exist still and it's very much the norm to hold those traditional values regardless of what we might think of um, yeah of course the world out there Oh, our 15 minutes are up. <laughs>